Hi everyone, this is Prasha here and welcome to Voice Notes and today we're talking about the tactical stuff. Some tactical things I've been thinking about and coming across lately that I wanted to share with you. Um, one of the things that has um, been sort of like a little bit of a theme for August has been job search and resumes. So I just wanted to share with you a few things you can do to write better resumes. You know, I always say I'm not a full-blown career coach. I don't just help people get jobs. I help them believe in their brilliance. With that, they get their amazing jobs. So for me, a lot of this tactical stuff is not at the core of my teachings. Um, But when you guys and my clients need this kind of assistance inside the academy, we have all these tools and resources and support available to you. In fact, we have career coaches and we are you know, continuously increasing our connections and collaborations to bring you the best expert solutions. But I've helped a lot of people get jobs too, don't get me wrong, um, including myself, eight months before my graduation. So I know a little bit about job search and I want to share some t- tips that'll help you write better resumes. Um, and this is super important because in a lot of ways, resume is your first impression on your employer. And recently, a few months ago, I was looking for a job and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to go back to work in a moment of you know, fear, definitely a moment of weakness. And I had one of my mentors uh, review my resume and it was so insightful and so wonderful because this is a practice that keeps evolving and keeps changing. And, you know, there are many tips out there, but you can continue to always improve. There's always new perspective people have on resumes. There's always new techniques that are coming up to make them better. And so it's always good to like always learn certain things that will help you. So one of the things that I would suggest you do with your resume is to make sure that you are editing it or creating it, customizing it per the role. So for example, if you're applying for a product manager role, then you want to highlight the key skills and key projects that showcase you as a product manager. If you're applying for a a senior software engineer role, then you want to highlight those projects that showcase you in that role and through the projects that you've already done. A lot of times people try to squeeze in everything inside their resume. And this can be really, really painful because one, it makes your resume like three pages long, which nobody has the time to read. Plus, it takes away from the story you're trying to tell. If you're trying to tell a story that hire me as a product manager, then your resume should be representative of that story. All right. So it should showcase you as a product manager, not as a jack of all trades or not as, oh, my God, they're an expert at this, an expert at this, an expert at this. What happens with that is you're giving too much information and that can make your reviewer, the recruiter, the hiring manager get overwhelmed and they never understand what you're trying to say. It's almost like a classic game of telephone. I'm going to say you so many things and I'm going to tell you to re-say it. You're not going to remember all the things. If you want to leave an impression, then you want to make sure that the resume is succinct, powerful, and to the point so that the people that are reading it get your intent. If your intent is hire me as a product manager, then your intent is hire me as a product manager. And then everything on the resume should tell that story as much as possible. I understand you may not have all the things to be that, but you should highlight everything that you do have and talk more about that versus filling it up with a lot of things that are not relevant to the position. Does that make sense? When I was applying for a higher director level role, um, my mentor actually told me that 
take everything out and only talk about your efficiency projects and your cost savings and under each job title just have three to four bullets and one or two sentences of what you did so i saved 100k for some for a project i saved 1 million for a project i literally just wrote those down with a little bit detail and it was so simple and so succinct and i i did get callbacks it was really cool so that's really really important you want to do the same thing in the skills section also you want to narrow down the skills that are specific to the role versus all the skills you've gathered in all your lifetime because then again that overwhelms people and does not give them enough information to decide whether to go forward or backwards ats is going to do the same thing ats is looking for density of the words that are relevant to it if you have a lot of different types of words even ats might reject you all right the second thing you want to do on your resume is relevant experience so relevant experience means i think it's different for different industries but i think anything between 7 years you know you can keep it 7 to 10 years everything else needs to go internship from your college time um i get, i don't know jobs after your college time and you have it's been 15 years since you quit your college and since college is done and now, now you're still carrying them on your resume get rid of them get rid of them like don't have them on they're not helping the decision maker right it's like writing a very poor novel and nobody wants to read so you got to make sure that you are only sharing relevant and to the point experience that adds value all right and number 3 you want to make sure that you organize your project work in the order of relevance so for example if there is a project owner work that you've done and or a product owner project that you've done and the role you're applying for is product manager then at the first bullet point under your current role you should have that project listed at right top and I'm, i'll go one step further which is again one thing that my mentor taught me was that you highlight the impact of that project. So if you if you owned a project, if you owned a product that was worth 1 million dollars, then you want to highlight that. Like actually bold it in bold so that they can read it. It's literally you presenting yourself and you making sure that busy people, the hiring managers, recruiters that are seeing a lot of resumes every day get the impact right away. Even if they don't have time. We all skim read there is nobody who reads every single word okay so if you don't bold those letters if you don't organize the projects in the in the order of their um size and impact then you are risking it because nobody's going to read everything and they might just skim through the important parts because they're busy all right so just bold the the few sentences the few letters that showcase the impact of your work This is where you want to showcase this is where you want to bold like the the dollars that you saved the time that you saved the number of people you headed the the size of the market that you were part of like these are the kind of metrics you want to really put in bold Okay Try these things and let me know how they work and lastly I would suggest that please keep your resume short one one and a half pages is more than enough for anybody with a 5 to 10 year experience 
over 10, I think you're allowed to have bigger and longer resumes. And the reason I'm saying this again is you're a storyteller. You have to market yourself as the right person for the job, not as the person who knows everything in the world. All right. So please value other people's time and be confident that if I just list the three projects that I've done, but those are the three really, really powerful projects, then I'll get the job. When I see short resumes, when I was a hiring manager myself and I saw short and succinct resumes, it told me that the candidate was really, really confident in their abilities because it was a well-crafted resume. When I saw people with three, four pages, I used to literally, I told one time, I told my plan manager, I said, this seems very desperate. Why is this resume so long? What are they trying to say? Are they not confident in themselves? What, what are they overcompensating for? And come to find out they were, yeah, they only held jobs for eight months or six months. And it was a whole mess of things. And we never interviewed the person. So please do me a favor, have short resumes, succinct resumes, confident resumes, resumes that tell the story you want to tell and resumes that value the very, very valuable time of the hiring manager. All right. And resumes that focus on showcasing you as the person who can do this new job that you're applying for, not as the person who is the smartest human being to have walked the planet and who has done like these thousands of projects that are not relevant to my company or my role. All right. And happy job searching. If you have any questions here in the academy, just reach out to me. Bye.